Welcome to Power Start Your Day with Dame Nicola Smith-Jackson, helping everyday people to build their empire and win at life, money, and business. And now, here's your lifestyle money and business coach, Dame Nicola. All right, good morning, good morning, good morning to you, and welcome to Power Start Your Day. Listen, guys, this is Dame Nicole Smith-Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind so you can start winning with life, money, and business. We are like kind of like omnipresent right now, like we are in... Facebook, we are on Facebook Live, we got our regular blog talk listeners, because you know we do this on Financial Freedom Friday, and if you're not in Clubhouse, we are also there, you need to get there, it is lit over in Clubhouse, I already see my Clubhouse family, we've been having a phenomenal time talking about the money matters that you must master in these crazy times. Now, I just want to go right, you know, over to our scripture because we got to get into God is like so, so, so ready to share with you. Um, and I don't know, you already probably, you probably already know this stuff, but Matthew 6 and 33, this has been a game changer scripture for me. It says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness in all things will be added to you. Now, I'm telling you, when that scripture, I heard it like a whisper as I was coming around a bend of our church. I was pregnant with Caden. She's 13 now. And I was thinking this was just going to be just bad. We were right around the downturn of the economy. My clients were losing their jobs. All of the real estate deals that Robert and I had, they were flopping because the banks had stopped. They got to a place where they were like, they were no longer kind of writing the um, mortgages, allowing our properties. We were doing flips. And I was crying my eyes out. Like, literally, I would go to church. I went to early service on purpose because Robert is not an early morning person. So I'd be like, I'm going to early service, right? So I'm up, not wanting to worry him because my son, who was the youngest at the time, was 10, and he was still in a wheelchair. And I'm like, how are we going to be pregnant? And it just was, like, crazy. And so... That seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness in all things will be added to you is so near and dear to my heart. And it was a game changer for me. Now, I want you to know, I, I want to pray for you, and then we're going to go into our clubhouse. Because I, I got I to gotta share with you right now. We're going to talk about things that require no talent that can make you, like, really rich rich in character and in your bank account. 
And so let's go to the Lord because you got to connect these dots. You, you've got to get this because if you don't in this season, well, you probably already are experiencing some challenging times. Heavenly Father, we come before you on today. We thank you for this day that you've made and we are rejoicing and we're glad in it. I'll never get tired of saying that, oh dear Lord, because each and every day is a gift. And it's just only right that that gift of a day is given back in reciprocity of creating abundance. Dear Lord, you're given us your only begotten son and he died for us to have abundance and have life abundantly, but your, your people are struggling. What we want to do today through the help of your Holy Spirit, let's set everything straight. Let's they release all of the past and even probably unlearn some of the things that they have that they will be able to accept that you really want them to be rich in every area. So as your servant decreased, may you increase like never before so that this will be simple, plain, clear. Enough that they will be doers, not just hearers of this word. As we remove every stumbling block and have the courage, even in these crazy times, let us keep our eyes on the kingdom so everything will be added. Not only to us now, but for generations to come, we honor you and bless you and seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So we're going to hop in. And I, I, I know our, um, our leaders here in Clubhouse, we're coming in. And I want, I want you to talk about, we're going to talk about things that require no talent that can make you very rich. And we're going to go into like streams of income that when you look at these streams of income, you're probably going to look at them with a different pair of glasses on today because most of them require no talent. But these are how wealthy become wealthy. Not only by being an influencer in social media or even being the best speaker or anything like this. I want you to get this. And so there are things that require no talent that can make you rich, like things like being on time, being prepared, having respect, loyalty. We've been talking about this, positive attitude, integrity, authenticity, being coachable, passion, and work ethic. But I started writing a whole nother list of like consistency, things like courage, these things don't require, they don't require any talent. And then we begin to now think like that, and you're going to now start having a switch come off. Your financial IQ is going to go through the roof when you get this, that you want to leverage versus labor. Most of us have been taught, and we've only operated in transactions, and this is why we mess up at business, because we think that business does not require the relationship capital. And we literally will exhaust ourselves on one stream of income trying to look rich or act rich versus really being rich. I mean, accumulating riches. We talk about the things that require any talent, but a lot of these streams of income, there are eight of them, earn income where 
You get your work from a job. I don't know. A lot of people didn't need talent. They probably supplied profit, income, buying and selling. That doesn't require talent. You can follow instructions and scripts. Interest income, this is what you want from lending money or money coming towards you. Passive income, continuous income, like residual income with little effort. You've got things like affiliate marketing. You have all sorts of things that got dividend income from stocks and bonds, rental income. You don't have to be talented to acquire property and put a renter in there. Capital gains, increase in assets and value and royalty income. And this is what I want you to know. This is a major clue, and I want you to get this. A major clue that the way to build wealth is really about seven out of eight of them did not require any talent, but do require some of the other things we talked about, like the consistency, the work ethic, things like that. But I'm going to tell you the tax system in our country, outside of earned income, the rest of those incomes are taxed at the lowest rate. Now, I learned from extremely wealthy people that you, yes, you want to leverage, but then you also want to identify what are the tax efficient investments. Now, some of y'all not going to catch this because we are still only looking at earned income and we're looking at a refund when people don't even understand. When you think about the word refund, what is that? That's something you already put in and you're getting back. There's no way that's how you're looking at wealth. You're going to be looking at ways that you can have itemized deductions. You're looking at ways like maybe you can have conservation trusts or you're having tax efficient you know, things like my, my fiduciary with my, my, my um, investment. And when we were going over some things and identifying some things in the strategy and looking at how much I earned in capital gains, but because of how they have done some things called tax harvesting and doing things that will literally keep the money in my pocket, this required no talent on my behalf. Now, sure, some people might say, wow, she speaks very well. She puts all these things together. But I am here to let you know it's through consistency of me just speaking often that I just got better. What are some things that you're inconsistent in that you could be more consistent in that doesn't require talent that could probably bring more revenue right now? Do you have a business that you're not promoting regularly? Do you have, you know, do you have trainings you don't show up or you're not fully present? What is it? And I want to hop on in because now we're going to go into, we're going to have our clubhouse and hopefully you can hear them. But I want to talk about these seven mountains of influence. And when people look at this, they're only thinking about how they can labor in whether it's spirituality or, or, or in family or education, government, media, arts, and business. These are the seven mountains where you can gain influence. And I can see business models, revenue, and each and every one of these mountains of influence that does not require talent that can be extremely profitable. And we're going to be talking a whole lot more about this in Pink Millionaire Club is where, you know, I'm going to be opening this. The wait list is still there. But I need to go right here to Clubhouse. And I'm sure you're going to be able to hear our dynamic speakers. If you're in Clubhouse, you want to go ahead and have them to, uh, we're going to come on. I need to think about, I want us to think about this, you know, because you're going to need to be 
a millionaire at best if you're above 30 years old. As a matter of fact, they said millennials are going to need $2 million at retirement. But if you're above 30 years old and now you're going to need at least a million dollars if you're not going to want to move in with your children, if you're not going to want to have to be in a substandard um, senior living, if you want to literally leave something for your children's children, you're going to have to at least be a millionaire. And there are so many ways you can do that. So if you don't have the first million from scratch, you can go in and get that. And I want you to know that here, you know, in, in our Facebook, we're going to have to have pop because I don't want it to be, I don't want to be rude. I don't know if you're going to be able to hear. And, um, but I need you to stay tuned. Stay tuned. I've even made a few investments recently. I'm now a co-founder with um, the Best You TV. You're going to be hearing more about that. Um, I literally have made some, we, we don't have to go into all of this. You're going to see, because I was reading in my word on this morning, my devotional on be better doers of the word. And I so agree with that because God said it. So see you guys soon. And I want to go on over into Clubhouse. And for those who are on Blog Talk, you might want to hang out a little bit. So let's go on over. We got Nate. Good morning. God bless you. We want to move in. And I got to get to Denikia Bryan um, and, and uh, of course, Abdul. Oh, my gosh. This is what I need you guys to talk about, right? We're, we're talking about, we talked about relationship capital all week long. And we really honed in on helping people create relationships that literally can take us far. And we've been dropping the gems in there, right? And I don't know if you feel like making some money now and talking about making some money because we're going to have to have resources, Kingdom Builders. We need a lot of resources, not a little bit, a lot. And there's no way you can labor a lot even right now. But we're in Clubhouse and we're seeing every, you see so many people on panels saying, oh, how to get your first million, million dollar entrepreneurs, million dollar. And let's think about it. Many of them had rough starts. They don't talk about I'm super talented. They either learned a skill or they step out of their comfort zone. That doesn't require talent to step out your comfort zone. It does not require talent for Courage. It doesn't require talent for consistency. It doesn't require talent for you showing up and learning and reading. Nate, let's talk about some things that can now make some moolah that does not require talent. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, great morning, great morning once again. I love these Financial Freedom Fridays. This is the <laughs> culmination. You know, this is when everyone else is looking to kind of exhale and say it's the weekend and now I can kind of relax, but. This here sets the tone for those that have that desire to go beyond their 1,440 minutes per day and say, you know what, this is my time. And so when I think about what you started out with is about what do you have that in turn can make you money that doesn't require talent? And I want to give everybody this one thing that I gained as a result of four years in a, in a very challenging environment. And, and it was four, four responses. Yes, sir. No, sir. No excuse, sir. Sir, I do not understand. 
I want you to think about the power of those four statements and think about how often we immediately roll into making excuses. And think about how often you'll hear excuses from someone and it comes off as if it's a justification or explanation, but at the end of the day, it does not allow you to move forward with fixing the problem. I'll tell you the power of just recognizing that it doesn't take skill for you to always move with a degree of responsibility that says, you know what, no excuses. If it didn't get done, it didn't get done. I'm now going to look to see how I can make something happen. Doing that on a consistent basis increases the strength of your character. And character is the thing that will allow you to persevere. Mm -hmm. Because it's in those moments when things are challenging that your character is revealed. Now, you may wonder, well, why do I say that? And how can I say that? I can say that because I've gone through losses. I've gone through the loss through through relationships where uh, I've been divorced. I've gone through a loss when... When I've gone from five million to zero and had to rebuild, I've, I've gone through loss through, you know, losing two hundred and fifty thousand on on one deal. I I understand what it looks like to take a punch, and so my my number one tip for for being able to uh, move forward and making money at any season is to let you know that that mindset is critical. And I'm saying that one thing right there. The one thing of being able to just respond directly to things as is and not to be wishy-washy, but to literally just stand firm to make the assessment because nothing can be changed without first being clear about where you're truly at. And so, so when now, we, we, if we got that as a foundational principle, then what happens is we go out today and say, you know what? I desire to create income, and if, and if everyone has talked about value being given, what can I do right now that doesn't require any talent for me to demonstrate value that can in turn cause money to come back to me? Well, you've got people right here that have things that are available, be it products or services. Better yet, you've got people right now running this, this Dame Nicole is running this clubhouse right now. If you found value in this, then that means you can get to know all the things that she has going on that currently is producing revenue. Same thing with, with what I have. For example, I have a book. So whatever it is, if you take the time to say, get familiar with that product or service that one has, that you sign off on is that, that you know that you can, that, that you align with that person and you see the value that they provide and you know that you're learning and growing. Well, if you bring others to that same information, well, now you have an opportunity to offer something of value to someone else that may be in a better position than you that in turn can allow them to continue to move forward with their goals and create a revenue opportunity for you. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. That's crazy because that's so crazy. Because when I go back as we're doing, as we're talking about this, you know, sometimes I don't know about, I, I don't know. Um, and maybe, you know, one of you guys could say like how God, God deals with all, you know, differently. Just like, you know, we, if people who have children, you deal with your, your children differently, like according to, that's why it gives us, you know, we, we, according to our ability, right. We, he deals with me in this way where sometimes he'll give me, drop me this thing. And he's talking about these, you know, like pretty much like making money without talent kind of thing. 
And I'm like, okay, well, what, what, how many things? And I just start writing. I wrote some things and I, I made a post yesterday. It was just, they don't even know. It was just something and, 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 I, and I heard it and I just start writing and I wrote these things and I posted it. And people were like, I concur, I agree, I agree. A lot of us even agree with the Bible. But we don't do what the Bible says. We agree with it. We believe it, but we won't do it. Like, we, like we're not going to, we're not going to uh, combat it. And then when I look at the way I made, I earned my first million, like meaning was in real estate. I started buying real estate from 19. And by the time I was like 25, 26, uh, I think we earned, we had like maybe around 12 or 13 properties at that time. They were income producing. And then now we were able to purchase property. And then we, you know, when you go look on, on the paper, we were like multi, multi-millions in real estate, but we're talking about now liquid, right? Then it went into network marketing. I took a very small seed, didn't know anything about it while I was still working in the salon. First million, first full year. And it was because of my consistency, the tenacity, the determination, things like that. There was no talent. All I did was open my mouth and told, I said something every day, multiple times a day, anyone within a three-foot distance of me. And um, while I was in the salon, so much so that my mom was working in, in my salon, right? And, um, and, and she would tell me right in front of my clients and everything, right? We, you know, Jamaicans, they don't, she's like, would you shut up and do your, your client? And stop asking my clients about whatever this is, right? So I put my mom in, in, in that opportunity, and then I was building that leg, and I gave her, um, she earned a $10,000 check, and then when she saw that, and then she started saying, Nikki, tell, 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 tell Gloria what, what you doing. <laughs> Whole switch out, right? So at the end of the day, then now we made the first million, and we didn't know. It didn't come with instructions. The money didn't come with instructions. I, 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 we, I looked up, and all I had was $100,000 in the bank. I'm like, how'd that happen? You earn a million, and you only got $100,000. Where, where did that go? And that was me going to a class, Money and You. As a matter of fact, I'll be speaking on their platform tonight. And they, they, they told me to do my income statement, and I saw that I was really liability heavy, even though on paper it looked like it was a lot, but I was cash flow short. And I was like, wait, I'm changing this. I said, by next year, this time, I'm going to have that liquid seven figures. It was start out with a vision and then a mission. And that consistency, the tenacity, whatever, and then I got that liquid. Then I said, no, I'm going to go higher. And I can't tell you that now I am nearly 10x that liquid. And now I'm able to invest in anything kind of I want, like leverage, right? And then still have the asset. And I now start thinking differently. I started thinking leverage versus labor. Now, you don't have to go to all of that to be able to do all of this. I'm talking about I started with the seed. The initial investment was so small, right? And then with the, uh, the real estate, the initial was really about credit. It was things that don't cost you no talent to get your credit in order, like, and be able to now leverage other people's money. And then now you can have other incomes like we're talking about here. It don't require any talent. And most people are still trying to, I don't know, get on the stage to the talent thing. I know we got to do videos and just talk, be yourself. Authenticity doesn't require talent. Being yourself and getting on the video don't require talent. What would you like to say 
you want to talk, Abdul, go ahead. Do you want to share Denikia? We can go right to Denikia. What would you like to share? So, honestly, um, getting rich, making your first million sometimes isn't all about um, having resources. It's all about being resourceful. There you go. And I learned, I learned this from a coach of mine that his first million dollars was not through any sort of hard work. Mm-hmm. was just able to help two people broker a deal. And here's how it happened. One of, um, someone in his neighborhood needed like a warehouse to sell his stuff. He had lots of inventory for supplements. And this was like in the 90s. And he needed like a warehouse to have this shipment coming to if he doesn't have that warehouse to ship this into like it's perishable goods so he was very very desperate to like get a warehouse and it was difficult at that point in time for him to find a warehouse so he as a young man in his 20s was like this person is i mean someone he looks up to and he felt like this is the only way he could add value to this man so he took it upon himself to do his research and look at all um, the apartments, the houses in that location, he started going door to door to knock, <laughs> to ask, does anyone have an information of a warehouse? He said, or oh, when he got to the 100 house, that is the yeah, um, house 100, he was able to get in touch with someone was like, oh, he's in a situation of trying to even sell his warehouse. That he has an empty warehouse that he's trying to sell. And he was like, oh, cool. He has someone that is willing to buy this warehouse. So he broke out that deal between the warehouse owner and someone that needed the warehouse. And that man gave him $1 million in the 90s. And that was how he made his first mm. $1 million. Like, he wasn't worth a million until that first mm. That they have broken. So it's not always about um, having the resources, most times, being resourceful. Mm. How, how resourceful you are. Wow. If you can help people solve the problem and if you can help people like provide a solution to what they are going through, you can make your million without even having to like struggle or right. look for what to sell. So, yeah. There we go. You just, we, we, we're still, you know, it's, it sounds like there's a consistent theme of relationship capital. He knew someone and he was able to solve a problem. We've been saying this over and over every single different way. We've been dissecting it. Solving a problem can create revenue. Brokering is saying, hey, I know, I, I know some people, but I have the solution to their problem. Does that sound like some business that some people are in in this audience? We're going to have some people come ask some questions on today. But does that sound like something? We we can scale it. It could be, hey, like even right now, someone uh, is looking for some, it's funny that you even said supplement. Somebody was looking for something in a particular supplement. And I know the person and I know who has what they need. You know, my one of my mentors, Dame DC, every time she offers something, she'll be like, okay, here's 
Uh, where's the affiliate link? Do you have an affiliate link? Because she is all about royalty. She's all about, and I was like, wait a minute. She had to, this is the one who told me never let money stand in between something that you want. And I had her in my Power Money Conference talk about the power of networking and how to network because she's an A-lister amongst very high network people. And yet probably many people wouldn't even know her name. And her life is like, okay, oh, I'm in San Diego. Oh, I'm in Hawaii. Oh, I'm, and she's just relaxing like all the time, like just chilling. And she'd always ask me, even in my businesses, she was realizing that she's the one who helped me think systematically all the time. I thought systematically, like I had the concept, but she was giving me accountability. I had to be accountable in the idea of, am I highly leveraged everywhere? You know, if it's a principle, if it's generalized principle of wealth, you can't just say it works in one thing, it can work in everything. So we're talking about that being highly leveraged and I started looking at anything and saying, if it starts being too laborious, even spiritually, mentally, it's not leveraged. It's not supposed to be painful to create prosperity. It's not supposed to be painful. But we were taught that. We were taught that. And, and it's not correct because most people, like you, you heard Nate say, that when he was going against these generalized principles of wealth, whichever law you break, Papa Monroe would always say, as Dr. Miles Monroe, he would always say, people don't break laws, laws break people. So if you're experiencing anything in your life, there were some things I was experiencing, some challenges in my life, and he would say, Are you, is there any laws that you're breaking? Now, you know victims, they ain't breaking no laws, right? You know, somebody doing everything to you, you ain't breaking no laws, and somebody always doing something to you, they breaking the laws. So then I began to look in my life, and wait a minute, there, is, there may be a law. There may be a law that maybe I may be breaking not even knowing. Because I'm getting the effects. I'm getting a less than desirable, a less than desirable effect or result in my life or my business. And so when we start thinking, how can we leverage versus labor? Yeah, we got to do work. It's some work ethic. It's some foundational things. But after a moment, retired, you're not supposed to be retired and tired. We're not supposed to. That's not how it's supposed to be. So what would you like to share, the Nikia? I mean, I know you've earned this, this year, probably, you probably earned probably the most money, not in, in total income, but that you've ever earned without talent and even labor. Can you talk about that? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um over the last year, I was actually pregnant this time last year uh, for the first seven months. Um, and I absolutely did make a lot of money, more money for sure than I made the year prior. So in 2020, I made more than I did in 2019. Even though we were in the midst of a pandemic, although I was pregnant, although I literally went into labor, I was still even generating income during that time as well. And I was able to do so by simply leveraging 
my network, as well as leveraging social media. And so I think sometimes uh, people may get caught up in a space, and I actually spoke to one of my partners on yesterday, and I see her in the audience, and I actually even encouraged her to speak up today because she was sharing with me that she was feeling conflicted. Um, she was getting guidance from her apostle, and they were sharing, hey, you know, you may need to fast from social media. And I had to remind her, you know, you're on social media to leverage um, the network and the platforms to generate income. While there are some people that may be on social media to waste time or they're getting caught up in gospel or gossip or drama or other things, you're solely on here to generate income. And right now, everybody is on social media. Clubhouse is one that literally just opened the doors over the last few weeks to a lot of people that were able to extend their network and ultimately increase their income over this time as well. And so I encourage people to master social media and don't allow social media to master you. Mm -hmm. Use social media, but don't allow social media to use you. And if you do that, it doesn't take much talent at all. It's literally just showing up, being consistent, and putting out information about your services or products that you have, or maybe that you're developing and generating income. So can you tell me that that is really good too? And you're you're also um, in network marketing, Danielle, yourself, many of us. But what about now? You took some of the money you learned in Pink Millionaire Club. We we have our budgeting um, rations, and you took some of the money and you just took instructions. You were coachable. We talked about that. Being coachable was something that don't require talent. And I gave you guys a list of uh, uh, just a few of, of some stops. You and Danielle can talk about that. And can you say, like, did you earn any money from that? Oh, I most absolutely did. Um, and that is definitely a skill as well that doesn't require talent. We talked about that this week as well, following instructions. Listening, you know, you have a leader or a coach, or maybe you haven't coined them as your direct leader or coach, but you're in a room like this where you have people who have skills and knowledge and maybe areas you're not knowledgeable about. Take heed to what they're saying. Nicola gave us a list of stocks that we should go and take a look at on last year. And for me, because I trust Nicola, I've been working with her for so many years. For me, I don't have to go do the initial or back work and let me go research. If I hear her say something, I go do. When she listed the stocks, I went out there Sunday and I went and got the stock. Some people were waiting or I got to do this or whatever their excuse was for not making a move. And I literally in like less than 14 days nearly doubled my money just by making the move that my coach and mentor said. So if you have a mentor or a coach, and you trust that person, you don't, you shouldn't be sitting back waiting, thinking, maybe I should, you know, do what they say. I trust Nicola. I, I told her, if you send me to climb to the mountaintop over there, that's where I'm going, over there. I, I don't have to do any background research because I know you as a person and you're not going to tell us something that's not going to be beneficial and it's not going to work. And so I most definitely made a ton of money 
um, just making the right moves on last year when it came to investing, when it came to you even sharing the infinite banking, when it came to you sharing, hey, I got the power money conference. I have this going on, that going on. I, I see the link, I click, I buy. I, there's no question for me because I know what information I'm going to gain, I'm going to be able to benefit from. So uh, stop as well as the infinite banking was a huge move for uh, myself outside of the network marketing industry, um, even Airbnb in my home mm -hmm. out that requires no talent. Mm -hmm. You have extra room mm -hmm. in your home or you have an extra property, Airbnb it out. I was able to be a resource to people during a pandemic. You know, there were a lot of people that didn't want to send their employees into a hotel where they could possibly be exposed to other people. So they were renting out property for months on end last year. So I didn't even have to worry about mortgages uh, at all last year. So there are a lot of ways uh, to definitely generate income with no talents. But a lot of times all it requires is for you to follow direction. So powerful because I'm here looking and, and saying, okay, you were able to get you know, you wouldn't say earned income from a job, but, you know, if you in your product, if you sold the product, you can earn a direct commission. You got profit because I know you're going to be even selling uh, home. You got interest income. Uh, you have residual income, passive income. You earned some money from dividends. You earned rental income. And then now in a moment here, you're going to be having capital gains. And so when we start talking about how just following the instructions, and I just named six out of eight streams that the Nikki was able to now say, you know what? Before Pink Millie, may have had a few. Now, one year, you literally now have six out of the eight streams. You're going to have some capital gains in a moment here with those taxes. And then now we're going to start talking about royalty incomes, like from other people's idea, right? Affiliate marketing, things like that. But this is the thing. Most people think that it takes talent. They think you got to be so smart, whatever, but you were willing to invest in yourself. And that's what most people are not willing to. Investing in yourself don't require talent. It may require courage, but that's not talent. It may require making a decision, but that's not talent. That's not something, when we're talking about talent, we're talking about something that might be specific to only a specific group of people or something that only if you do it good can you be paid your worth or whatever. We're talking about money where, you know, Danique is saying I was pregnant most of the year and I earned more money than I earned in, in, in all my my life, like in one year, by changing the way she think about money and having a coach is so super powerful when, when I like, I'm a results coach. If I'm not getting results, I'm not even, I'm not going to be fulfilled. And I don't even want to be involved in anything that's stagnant or die uh, or, or, or dying. I don't, I, I don't, I want to be alive. I want to be alive and I got to have contribution. And I've got to this year give a minimum of $100,000 back into entrepreneurs. So I had to turn it up. I had to turn it up. And so when I'm thinking like that, what about, what about you, um, Brian? Can we talk to any ways that you can say, hey, don't require talent, but this can make money. You've seen entrepreneurs so often and you've been around um, you know, a lot of money and see how people just like how Abdul said, hey, I just brokered something, right? I mean, someone just brokered a deal. And then he also shared, hey, I had a great relationship. And then now uh, someone um, now was sending me all of his overflow, right? These things didn't require, like, I mean, he had the skill, but what I'm talking about is things that people are making money, like 
The higher the net worth of the person is what I find out, it's the less laborious they want money to come to them. Like they think that that's a contradiction, that abundance should come with stress, or we call it perturbation, is like right before that's required to break through. And, and that's what, you know, most people turn back when they start feeling frustrated or down or whatever versus become resourceful, like what Abdul said. What would you like to say, Brian? What do you think? No, that's so true. Um, <laughs> you know, it's funny, like when I, um, you know, years ago, I started to look at like these people online and I was like, they're making all this, this money. And then I actually talked to them and I'm like, man, these guys aren't really that smart. <laughs> and, and then even within corporate America, it's the same thing. Like the higher I go, I'm like, man, like these folks aren't that smart. But you know what it is? Is somebody either put them in a position or put them on a plate to, to uh, give them the information at the right time. And so... You know, especially if you have no talent or if you're trying to do something, you're going to need one or maybe both of those things where it's either you have information or someone's giving you a play or a system or something that's working right now and and or someone is is, is because of a relationship, because of trusting you, is actually putting you in a position to win. And so what, what that means is I think it actually takes everything that you talked about this week, where one, you need to be able to network and consistently someone have that trust to allow you in that, in that network. Um, so I, I think that's part of it. Um, but the, the other thing is like in doing that, that means you need to show honor to people so that mm. they, when that opportunity comes, that they are going to think of you. And so if you don't have any talent, you definitely need to go and find a coach or someone that you trust or believe in that has a system or a play where they can give you that information to where they've already done the, they've already went through all the challenges. They've already gone through all the obstacles and they just outline a process or, or a program mm. that is going to just give you the blueprint. Mm. And so that's, that. I think that's important. And then when you do that, it's important that you, again, when you're in there, that you honor those folks um, and that you show that you have consistency because then that's when, you know, that coach or whoever will feel comfortable actually probably opening up their network to you. And that's how you get the stuff with, with, with what Abdul was saying. Um, but that's also like how you get your own opportunities because once you, once you understand, or you, even if you're getting that advice, you can start to identify like, Hey, like, all right, these types of folks, they're having, they're, uh, they're all having these types of problems. Mm. I keep seeing this problem. And then you can actually identify like how to solve that problem. Mm. Or you can write down a document that how to solve that problem. And then now you have a product. Yeah. And then if you've honored those folks, or you, if you network and develop those relationships, well, now you have your first people that are going to try that product and help validate it and stamp it or provide testimonials. And then that social capital from these folks will help to propel you or even to, to generate that income and have it extend beyond yourself. And that, that those are things that you can get without even having talent. And it's going to go much further than having talent um, because you have that, the, the validation and trust of yeah. uh, folks who are trusted in circles that you can't be in. Have you seen, and, I, and, I, and we're going to ask uh, Bishop, this is so powerful because 
you know, typically when you start seeing like the ascension of, you know, finances, when, when people are not, I, I believe that these conversations should be the prerequisites. I don't see them a lot, even in, I've been in like some of the highest masterminds and things like that. And they may tell you about mindset or whatever, but they don't talk about like what happens when you break the laws, right? Like when you, when you, Break these laws it didn't cost you anything but a decision, but a right mindset or whatever. And the ramifications of those when when people say, you know what, I'm not going to be consistent. Um, you know what, I'm not going to have character and integrity. You know what, like break the laws. Like I call it like fast cash, big crash. Fast cash, big crash. Like. A lot of times, we have to really check our intentions, our intentions. When we start talking about this here in earn income, you, you like nailed it. Like, so like you nailed it, Brian, in honoring and trust, honoring and trust, man. It's like, that's like a password, like. That's like a password, like straight to high level people. Like you can do it from level to level to level. And then people will literally talk about you because that's so rare in this day and age. It's rare. Like people don't think that that's like a part of it anymore. Well, the people in the circles I, I have, I, I was, I was breaking the law of not even, was hanging out too much with unevenly yoked spiritually and mentally like people like you're saying you want to help them, but you can help them without hanging out with them. I saw this thing here. We remember we talked last yesterday about um, we talked yesterday about uh, like I, I kind of just shared 2020 some crazy stuff that was happening. And the first thing that Dr. Monroe would always tell me about is that leaders take responsibility. Leaders take responsibility. So like even something, the worst thing can happen, or I would say this is definitely not the result I was looking for. The first thing I go into, how can I take responsibility? Like, you know, when you see signs of something, but you still ignored it or whatever, take responsibility that you ignored the sign. You know that you can, you can, you can bounce back faster when you come out of regret. Because some people probably hearing this information, they still like down and it's confusing to them because their minds right now are being clouded with what they didn't do versus being focused in the growth mindset of what they can do starting right now. The decision that can be made right now to say, I know if it's not even but one of these streams or if it's not only but one of these things that they said require no talent that can create revenue, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do one. Commitment don't require talent. I'm going to do one. The vision board challenge, you know, today we got the party. I, I, I was able to tell them about the power of commitment. This is 1,065 episodes of this podcast. And nobody really knew about it outside of a very small group of people. And I still pour my heart out to those people. And now it's going to be on a whole large platform. Can we talk about that? Um, where are we at? Bishop Rasby. I know you, you shared something about, um, we've been talking in the seven mountains of influence, and I share with you even the, the ministry that I was ordained in, extremely, extremely, they did, they're not hearers of that, they do it. Like, 
each area they're like they have to have they have to have a stake in that even including food everything like everything like can you can you tell me when you start thinking about that ways that you can become rich and and it doesn't require any any talent you know I know you 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 would definitely have something inside these seven mountains. Good morning. Good morning to you, Dr. Nicole. Again, thank you so much for the opportunity. Uh, it's very interesting that you're talking about this, um, and I know not long ago we were sharing concerning uh, the seven mountains. I think what's very very unique about the times in which we're in is that for the first time we have problem that has touched every particular mountain and sphere of cultural mm. influence. I mean, there has not been one that has not been affected. And we can look at that pessimistically or we can look at it optimistically. I believe that God allowed this to a certain degree because we are in a space and a place now where we can ultimately, from the comfort of our living rooms, whether we're in our cars, in the gym, we can find a way to provide a service that presents some type of solution. Mm. And that kind of solution doesn't have to cost you anything. And I've heard uh, Danikia and Abdul and even Brian touched on this, that again, it could literally be you being in the right place, connected to the right person and following instruction. It could be you being in that right space and providing some sort of listening ear to the speaking mouth that no one has been listening to. Mm -hmm. There are wealthy people that are out there that's looking for serious minded and consistent people that they can mentor and tutor and push to the next level. But that requires you to reduce ego. It requires you to not uh, participate in that battle of inferiority and identity complexity. And so sometimes we just need to decrease ourselves and put ourselves in the right place so the right people can speak into us. And I believe in every area of my life and being in a unique place, and you know my primary place is churchman. That's who I am. That, that's my grace that God has given me. But yet I am also a marketplace apostle. And so therefore I stand between two worlds. And I have to um, acknowledge the fact that I need people who's going to give my life oversight. And I have to be willing to extend them the privilege to literally lead me. And so if I have a spiritual covering, to use the nomenclature from the religious sector, uh, my spiritual father becomes the voice of God for my life. I have to trust that voice enough to believe that when he speaks, God is speaking through him to me. Well, likewise, even in the business sector, I have to believe that my mentor, when they speak, they become the voice of God for business, uh, where God has taken me in that particular day and whatever direction I'm supposed to go in. And so I found for me, what's been very healthy is surrounding myself with people that's willing to invest in me when they see that I want to invest in myself and I'm serious enough about being better. And mm, so that mm. requires also consistency. And that's the one thing you said earlier. Uh, and that's a missing element. I, I was sharing uh, with some of uh, the pastors I mentored and I, was, I asked them, I said, what if I gave you a cuss word for the 21st century that could change your life? And they looked at me crazy. Oh, Lord. I said, that cuss word is consistency. Mm. What if I told you that consistency is the master key that will unlock any door? What if I told you that you could literally hit the same spot over and over again redundantly 
regardless of how thick the substance was, and eventually it would give away because you refuse to give up. And I believe that's our problem. Now, here is the paradox, because I believe not only should we have a, a, a conviction of a particular tra uh, trajectory, which means I know where I'm going and I'm, I'm zeroed in on that. You won't move me from that. But yet at the same time, have a commitment to transitioning. That, that seems paradoxical, but it's necessary. I, I have to know where I'm going, but I have to be sensitive enough to know when it's time to transition. Mm -hmm. when God's placing new people in my life. When he's exposing me to new things that I have to accept and I have to be willing to begin to operate in without me resisting the change and trying to hold on to the past. I say to people all of the time, some of our problems are we're so married to the past mm. that we shack up with the present and flirt with the future. Mm. And so what we have to do is learn how to uh, uh, submit to transitions, but yet stay committed to a consistent trajectory. And again, thank you for this mm. because it has really awakened something within me because I see God shifting and transitioning me. And then the last thing I want to say is Jesus said it so well when he gave the parable of the unjust steward. And it's amazing how he takes something uh, that is unjust to give you a justly principle. And that is when this master called for his account because he realized that his monies were being siphoned systematically. And what he wanted to do was find out where his money is. The unjust steward when called all of the creditors of the master and he began to break deals with them and gave them discounts. And so when the master looked at the books, the unjust steward became frightened. He thought he was going to be rebuked. The master rewarded him and told him he was a good steward. And Jesus is not using this parable because he's celebrating a fraudulent activity, but he's trying to show you how you have to have wisdom when mm. you move in certain worlds and sectors. And here is what he said and in closing. He said, make friends with the unrighteous mammon mammon means money it means establish a relationship and not just the people holding it and we know money isn't an adamant object it takes upon the personality of the beholder mm -hmm. he's saying make friends with the person holding it and with what the person is holding and if you're going to have a friendship there are three things that you must acknowledge that is time that is talking and that is trust you got to know how to talk to money you got to spend time with money and you, you, you have to be able to be trusted with money. But then you have to know how to talk to those who have money, who's going to give you the instructions to get money and also make sure that you're spending time around them. So certain things can come up on you through osmosis. But then finally, you have to have that relationship of trust whereby you're a good steward. So money does not eventually float away from you. So mm -hmm. that's so much mm -hmm. what I'm Oh, this is so powerful. Like this morning, it is like off the chain. We started bringing some people up. We're going to allow them to ask some questions. Um, you know, I, I got to go to our girl, Shara. She's been such a major and an awesome contributor this week to um, these, you know, these things that we got to master, entrepreneurs, you know, um, because that's where it is. I, I know people say, job. I know we're going to have to be entrepreneurs because at mo any moment jobs are going to do what they have to do. They follow these same generalized principles. And when certain things are unprofitable, they must make transition. It's not that they're even, you know, I have a mindset. Where I'm not thinking people are just trying to be evil, just trying to, oh, we worked this long. They're making transitions. 
but we have to be prepared for transitions. And this is what God has given me in my belly is that the people are unprepared. And so preparation being, it doesn't cost you anything. It doesn't cost you any talent to be prepared, but you got to be interested to be prepared. Shara, anything we could talk about this morning about we're sharing, I keep saying about, about that tell you. We're sharing today concerning like things that can make you rich that doesn't require talent, like mega rich. And I'm thinking about stuff. I mean, I haven't made seven figures just from speaking, like people paying me speaker fees or whatever. Maybe I can consider that, but I've not. I've not. I have not. I'm an extremely honest person. What I built was anybody can do it. That's why I don't even understand why they'd be jealous and doing all that crazy stuff. Anybody can do it. Shara, what would you share this morning about this topic we should talking about here? Oh, good morning. Good morning. Thank good you again. Morning. I love being here. As you said, it's super powerful every morning. So I love how you say it like it's just this morning. So every morning <laughs> is a super powerful conversation. But um, I definitely echo everything that was said before me. Like, the, again, I always talk about the proverbial table and building those relationships is one of the easiest ways. Mm-hmm. Like, people, again, we, we talked about this yesterday and the day before. People don't pay attention to how important and how simple it is to nurture relationships and how having the right conversations with the right people when they think of you when they're starting something. Like, I love when people are like, mm, I'm beginning to work on this business. You know who I need to call? I need to call Sharon. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to call her to help me, fix, even if it's just to help me flush this out because she's analytical, she's logical, she makes mm-hmm. sense, and I know that her operations background is going to help me put the pieces together to get moving. So I love that. So when people think of you because of, you know, just your engagement with them, because we always say people buy people before they buy products, right? Mm. So when people are rocking with you, then you don't need, you know, you don't need to have a quote unquote talent. They'll put you on the game. So the same way Zanikia said, like, you know, you know, Miss Dr. Nicole shared with her some stocks and that was able to make her money. Like, you really want to be around people to the point where they're like, how can I pour back into you? Like, what, what can I do for you just based off our relationship? But the other thing I wanted to talk about that I think is really important is mindset. I think, like, a lot of people don't pay attention to the fact that their mind is holding them back from making the money that they need to be making because they're thinking too small or they're thinking too little or they're stuck. And, you know, and not realizing that if they can shift their mindset from surviving to thriving, if they shift to an abundant mindset and then do the work consistently, the abundance is going to come. Mm. So I think that if people paid attention to that, like sometimes you're stuck because your mind is not in the right place. You need to free your mind and then the money will follow. So mm. I think that, that that is away from um, the actual talent itself. Or even Thank you, Block Talk. We'll be hitting soon. And then the last thing I'll leave with is um, I'm a big fan. 